The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Friday, April 24th, 2015. Listeners, please welcome gay porn veteran Tommy DeLuca. Welcome to the show, Tommy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me here. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. Sounds good. I'm certainly excited to pick your brain about uh, your time in the industry and uh, to basically get your opinion on all that's gone on in your career as well as uh, what's gone on in the business since you started. Great. Yeah, I can't wait to discuss all of this. Fantastic. So I typically like to start off these interviews by getting stats out the way because for the most part, the listeners and your fans that are tuning in, they haven't had the chance to see you in person. They only see you in the scenes that you've done. So what's your height and weight? I'm 5'9", 155, muscular, all muscle. What's your ethnicity? Italian. What's your zodiac sign? Gemini. And how old are you? 30. So let's start off the interview by getting to know the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I was born in um, Long Island, New York. Awesome. As if I can't tell uh, by the accent. Accent, yeah. <laughs> so what was life like growing up for you? What, what was Tommy DeLuca like as a kid, as a teenager? Um, prior to my adult career, I was pretty much the average kid. You know, went to school. Worked a nine-five job at the time before my porn career got established. Um, you know, went to school, went to college as well. Went to Parsons School of Design for fashion, so I love that as well. Um, as a kid growing up, I was the only child, so I was pretty much secluded. It was just me and my folks, so I had no siblings, so it was pretty much a quiet life. Not a lot of drama. Okay, sounds like a like the typical you know childhood. Uh... Yeah. On the East Coast. Yeah. When did you first realize your attraction to men? I would say around the age of 17. It was in high school. A friend of mine, he was closeted gay, and I was too. I had a girlfriend at the time, but I never fucked her. But um, my friend of mine, he got me into fucking after school, and it was pretty hot. And it was my first experience around 17 years old, and since then I've loved men ever since. Did you have a coming out moment when you told your family? Uh, I did, actually. Um, my mom pretty much knew I was gay at the time, but my father, this is a different time going back, you know, 10 years ago, he was pretty much against it back then. But now he's cool with it. 
Well, it's good to hear that uh, it ended up being a positive result. Yeah. What were you doing with your life prior to entering the gay adult industry? Uh, I was pretty much in school at the time in Parsons here in the city, in New York City, and, you know, just studying and working hard, and I then ventured into escorting, and then I ventured into doing porn. So I started as an escort here in New York City and was fairly good at it, I've been told. So I pursued that as a career and love it ever since and then ventured into doing porn. Not bad. So let's talk about uh, this uh, porn venture. How exactly did you get into uh, the industry? Well, it's funny because, you know, this is prior to like Twitter and all that stuff, social media, this was going back when it was gay.com and Manhunt and all that stuff. So what happened was I had an online profile on gay.com and a recruiter online found my profile. And this is when I was really twinky. And I did my first scene for YMAC, which was a big twink company back then. I ventured out to the West Coast. They flew me out there, took care of me, blah, blah, blah. And did my first scene out there, which became very successful. And then later on, Michael Lucas founded me, and I did my really big scene, Farrakhan 4, for him out in Long Island, and did a self fisting scene, and that's what really captivated my career since then. Absolutely, man. So fill the listeners in on exactly how long you've been in the gay adult industry. I've been in the industry now around nine years. Congratulations. And I love it every, every moment of it. Sounds like a plan. Very cool. So before you entered the business, was porn something that had ever crossed your mind as something that you wanted to try? Or really was it just no, because of the escorting that that led into it? Um, no, actually, it was not something I pursued. I just did it for fun at first and then later on said, you know, I'm making a lot of money doing it. I might as well pursue it as a career. And keep reinventing my brand and my image and go on from there. Because most people in the porn industry have short lifespans. I've been fortunate so far to have a long lifespan in the porn industry. How did you come up with your porn name? Well, Tommy, because I actually got the name Tommy because it was my best friend's name, Tommy, his name in high school. And DeLuca, I always loved the name DeLuca. It was another friend. Her name was Jessie DeLuca, and I always loved the last name DeLuca. It's very Italian, very rich, very, to me, royal. So I figured come up with the name Tommy DeLuca. Sounds good. Well, it worked for you, man. Yeah. Let's go back in time and talk about the first time you were on set. Now, obviously, in my opinion, I think you have two firsts because you, you did a solo first, right? Correct, yeah. And then you did your hardcore scene. So let's talk about both first. Like, what was it like the first time that you were on set? And then what was it like the first time that you had to do an actual hardcore scene? Sure. Well, the solo scene was fun. It was just, you know, a hot guy with a camera just watching me jack off. And, you know, it was fun. A little boring, but fun in the way, you know, I stuck a dildo up my ass and that made it more interesting. But I like the more hardcore stuff, the fisting, the pig sex and, you know, the raunchiness and, you know, the gangbangs, because back when I first started, I was more of a bottom. If you ever saw my earlier films, now I'm more of a top, but, you know, I was getting plowed by nine or ten guys in the scene, and it was a lot of fun. 
So what was that like, though? Like, being on camera and having to have sex. Like, was it something that you were instantly comfortable with? Or was it at all, like, nerve-wracking? Um, at first, it was nerve-wracking the first time doing it. After I did it a couple times, it got more easier and just became more mental and more for work and fun. So, yeah, I'm actually in the zone now of my work and, you know, like this concentrating more as a business more than, you know. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes? Working with very hot guys who know how to perform as well. When you're on set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? What turns me on the most is... Big, beautiful Latino men with big muscle asses and just love to get plowed for hours and hours. That, to me, is the biggest turn on and love a lot of raunchy, cum pig sex. That, to me, is the biggest turn on. The bigger, the better. Uh, what turns me off the most about on a porn set is having a producer who's not attractive, who doesn't know what he's doing, and it takes for hours to do a scene. I want to break a porn scene down with you. In a scene... Which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving oral? I'd rather give oral. Okay, and what about rimming? Do you, do you enjoy most giving or receiving? Depends on the person, but I enjoy both. Okay. And in a scene, which do you enjoy the most, topping, bottoming, or flip-flopping? Um, I'd rather mostly top in a scene, yeah. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position, and does that differ from your favorite position in the real world, off camera, offset? On and off camera, I'm pretty much the same. Actually, I like it doggy style. That way, I can see my dick going in and out of this guy's hole, and this love scene and slide all the way in and out, nice and deep and hard, and you know, getting that cum on that hole and just shoving it in. To me, that's my favorite position. And also seeing a guy on his back with his legs spread eagle, taking it up the ass. That's another favorite position. And of course, we all know how a scene ends. In a scene, where's your favorite place to shoot your load, and where's your favorite place to take a load? My favorite place to give a load is on a hole, and my favorite place to take a load is probably in my mouth or face. Who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Now, obviously, you've been in the industry for nine years, so mm -hmm. I'm sure there are many. Uh, but I'm sure th there are also some standouts, so it's up yeah. to you how many you want to give, but two have been okay. some of your favorites. My favorites have been Adam Killian, who I adore. He's an amazing performer. Um, Adam Russo, Mark Dillon, Spencer Reed, um, Eric Rhodes, who is no longer with us, and Josh Weston, and um, Cameron Fox, and... Um, trying to think, um, Roman Hart. Very good choices. Uh, certainly, you know, some of the, the biggest and the best in the business. And yeah. I mean, you've had an incredible career, man. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Who haven't you worked with yet that you would like to eventually do a scene with in the future, maybe in the near future? I would love to do a scene with... Michael Brandon. I have not. I have met him, but have not worked with him yet on camera. 
All right, now that might be interesting. Because to me, he is, you know, he's a little more mature and more older than me. To me, he was like, I'm like more the modern day Michael Brandon, so to speak. How's that sound? I like the sound of that. Yeah. Throughout the career that you've had in the industry these nine years, I mean, obviously, you end up developing friendships with performers mm -hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious mm -hmm. to pick your brain about, pick your brain about who some of your friends are in the industry. Who are some of your fellow performers that you can actually consider a friend? Um, some of my friends, I would say, would be Adam Russo. He's a sweetheart. Um, Spencer Reed, another sweetheart. There's another guy who's also an escort and porn star, Kevin Slater. He's a dear friend of mine, but I have not yet worked with him on camera. Um, and a couple others, yeah. Do you watch your own scenes or films? Is that something that you have done throughout uh, your career, or do no, you try to avoid it? No, I try to avoid it. I only put it on if clients want to see me in action. How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? 18. Now it's time for the big question, which, I mean, a lot of people know the answer to it if they follow you on Twitter, but for those that aren't, how much is Tommy DeLuca packing? I'm actually 11 by 8 now. Okay, so it's it's grown Bigger. from the ten by seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've been feeding a lot of spinach. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I guess all the testosterone I'm working out paid off. When did you first realize that you were packing something special? I would say in high school, because my friend told me he said I had a really big dick, and it's a very beautiful dick—not just a big dick, but beautiful dick—and yeah. What's the typical reaction when you first whip them out? Most guys drop to your knees and want to suck it right away. Have you ever had a performer that just couldn't take it? I have. Has anyone been able to fully deep throat you before? And this is on set or off camera? Um, people have had on and off camera been able to take my dick deep throat it. Very few, but they have. As I mentioned earlier in the interview, the pop shot is like the big thing in the scene and that, you know, they call it the money shot. So my question for you is, do you do anything in particular to maintain a consistent pop shot? Are you the type of person that, you know, eats certain things before a scene or do you try to abstain from doing things before a scene? Like what goes into your preparation for the pop shot or do you not really focus on it as much? I don't focus on it as much anymore, but... In the past, I've had, you know, I've tried to, you know, not to have too much sex before a sex scene and eat proper diet prior to doing the money shot and stuff. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, since we've been talking about your dick, on the flip side of that, who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had to take on in a scene? I would say Chad Hunt. Okay. Bringing it back to the old school. Yeah, yeah. That was for a Lucas scene, and he fucked me good in one of those scenes. Throughout your experiences on sets, what has been one of the funniest things that has ever happened to you on set? Um, 
Honestly, I've never had any funny experiences on porn sets. <laughs> really? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. What about embarrassing? Any embarrassing moments on set? Um, well, I'm sure everyone's been, been told this before. When I fuck someone, they're not properly prepared. That's been embarrassing. So you, someone, yes, you visited the a, fudge factory. Exactly, yeah. That mustn't be exciting. Yeah, no, that was not fun. <laughs> yeah. Poor Tommy. Yeah. What's the craziest thing that you've done in a scene? Um, double fisting someone. Well, that certainly is intense right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not every day I get to double fist someone and have my dick up their ass, so that was fun. There you go. Yeah. I want to switch up the tone a little bit of the interview, and I want to talk about some of the serious issues about the industry. Sure. And I want to start off this set of questions with uh, a question about family. Does your family know about your career in the business? And if so, how do they feel about it? They know about my career and my lifestyle. We just don't discuss it, and they're okay with it. Okay. I guess it saves on the drama. Yes. What is your opinion on the popularity of bareback porn in the gay adult industry? It's become more popular today, and I always believe in changing and reinventing. So I think, to me, it's always good to practice safe sex, but you you have to move with the times. And, you know, if that's what the industry is going for, bareback and more piggier sex, I think that it's not appropriate, but it's, you know... You got to do what you got to do. So as long as you're keeping your health clean and safe, that's all that matters. That's what we have doctors for our medicine today. I think what's really interesting about you is that in the nine years that you've been in the industry, mm-hmm. the industry's view on bareback has changed dramatically, as well as the fans' view on bareback as well. In the mm-hmm. beginning, the industry... Exactly. Like, performers were getting shunned if they did it. A lot of the major studios were like, we're not going to work with bareback performers, even in our condom scenes. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were, yeah, so there was a lot of that was going on. And a lot of performers were even shunning fellow performers that were doing it. Yeah. And now, you know, throughout the time that you've been in the industry and more in the more recent years, it's been much more accepted. Of course. Uh, obviously, performers that do bareback are also doing condom scenes. It seems yeah. like it's it's not a problem anymore. And we even have a lot of the major studios filming a lot of bareback content. And even, you know, a studio much like the one that you mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. Lucas Entertainment, yeah. they've gone fully bareback. Yeah. What do you attribute the change to? What do you think as a performer that's sort of lived through the change, you know, from the shunning to the more acceptance? Well, I think as a gay society that we've we've evolved the gay culture in general, that people have been very hypocritical. But then I think because social media exploded that more people on the Internet now are doing bear vaccines and it's more accepted and more tolerable. While back prior to social media and prior to the whole internet explosion of porn, you know, it was shunned upon. But now that everyone's open and honest about their sexuality and lifestyle, it's not frowned upon anymore. 
while back then, prior to social media, everyone was more discreet and private with their lifestyles. Now it's just like, oh, whatever. Like porn stars today could be fashion designers and mainstream actors. It's not like how it was 10 years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what led to your decision to do bareback? Because how, how long ago was it that you started doing bareback? Was it around the time when it was still frowned upon, or was it when it was well, starting to become more accepted? I, I did a bareback scene when it was frowned upon, and I still got work doing condom scenes. And it wasn't until maybe a year later that it all went bareback, and I think that's because Michael Lucas was like the leader of that. Because, you know, before that, he was, uh, he was all about um, safe sex. Then he changed it. He changed the rules to non-condom. And to me, um, that's when the whole industry changed and it was, it was accepted. And I think to me, as a performer, you should be a leader and not frown upon what everyone, everyone else does with their lifestyle. As long as you keep yourself healthy. In your opinion, are there any misconceptions or myths about porn stars that you would like to dispel? Yeah, people think all porn stars are like jerks or they're just, um, they only know about sex, nothing else, that we're stupid. But it's not the case. Most porn stars are very smart, very educated. And same with fashion models as well. They think models are stupid, but we're really not. We're actually smart, intelligent people. We just, Form as a model, but we also use our brains too. Throughout the nine years that you've been in the industry, I'm curious to pick your brain about the idea of competition. In your opinion, is there any competition among performers in the gay adult industry? Um, I would say in the beginning of my career, yes. Today's world, no. But there will always be competition. There will always be someone new and fresh along the way. But that's why you always have to keep yourself new and fresh yourself as a performer. Because no one wants to see the same person look the same throughout his his or her career in porn. Since you are a veteran, this is another topic that I'd love to pick your brain on. The idea of gay for pay. What's your opinion on gay for pay performers in the industry? Um... To me, I've worked with gay for pay models. I'm, I have no comment on them. I've worked with them and most of them are horrible. It's either you, you have gay sex and enjoy it or don't be bothered here. If you're gonna be gay for pay, might as well do straight porn and bang a woman. So for you, like the scene is ruined because you don't have that intensity and that intimacy. Yeah, the chemistry, yeah. I won't mention the model's name, but I worked with Two models who were gay for pay in a scene, and they weren't into kissing, they weren't into sucking, they weren't into fucking, they weren't into anything. So I was like, why are we even on a porn set? <laughs> I mean, you wanted to have it, you wanted to be steamy and sexy for the camera, for, you know, the fantasy for the viewer. So let's wrap up our sort of serious set of questions with this one. I just want to ask, is there an aspect of the adult industry, the porn industry, the gay porn industry that you do not enjoy? Uh, I pretty much enjoy everything about the industry. The only thing I don't enjoy is I hate flying. So when I have to do a scene like in the West Coast, because I live on the East Coast, I hate flying for sets and then performing right away as soon as I get off a plane. 
That's my only downfall. Otherwise, everything else I love. Well, it's good to hear. It's great to hear that you've had uh, an overall positive experience yeah. in the business. Yeah. So let's move away from talking about the adult industry and let's talk a little bit about your escorting. You mentioned sure. it at the start of the mm -hmm. interview that you yeah. started off this uh, transition into working in the, the adult industry by mm -hmm. escorting. Yeah. So let's start off this set of questions by actually asking, how did you get into escorting? I got into escorting through a friend of mine. He was an escort at the time when I was living on Long Island and this was back when I, you know, started college and et cetera, et cetera. And he hired, so-called hired me to do this uh, three-way with a client of his. So I did it and the client really enjoyed me a lot, paid me a lot of money. I said, oh, that was easy money. So then I posted an ad online and, you know, started from there. And I also worked for the agency as well, back in New York City as well. So they taught me the ropes and everything of the business and how to deal with clients. How long before you entered the adult industry were you escorting? Uh, not too long, about eight or nine months. What requests do you find yourself getting the most from your clients? They want to get banged by my big dick. That's what <laughs> they want. That's what they want. Have you ever received an unusual request from a client? I have. Can you give us an example? Uh, one client wanted me to mummify him, meaning that he wanted his whole body put in saran wrap and wanted me to play with his dick. That to me was crazy and unusual. That's something that I would never do. That's kind of funny too. Yeah. Has there ever been a time when you didn't feel safe with a client? I have, yes. Can you share with us that experience? Um, yeah, a client of mine who I would never see again, he came to my apartment and he was sober, and then but he brought a bottle of wine and he ended up getting a little drunk and a little too violent. And he finally left the apartment. Is there anything you wouldn't do for your client? Have you ever been asked something has to do something that you were just like, no, I can't do that. You know, besides, I guess, the mummification. Oh, yeah, um, scat, which I'm not into. I'm not into that. That and, oh, um, me, also, um, I'm not into fucking women. So I've had clients want me to bang their girlfriends. And I'm like, that's something I'm not into either. Throughout the time that you've been escorting, obviously the world economy was affected majorly by the recession and whatnot as an escort did that aspect like affect your escorting at all no it has not okay no. so people are still spending money yes to get the dick no matter what correct yeah okay i believe it i believe people in as a society i always never believed there was a recession or anything it's you always have to believe what, what the world needs and what they want. So as long as you demand that product and give them a good product, people will keep spending money on whatever it will be, whether it be real estate, sex, fashion, whatever. It's what people need and want in their lives. For those of you that are tuning in, that after hearing all about this and hearing about the 11 by 8, they'd like to contact you for your services. Mm -hmm. How would they go about 
contacting you for your escorting services? Well, one way is follow me on Twitter, Tommy Deluca 10 by 7 or you can contact me on my personal um, email address, Tommy Deluca XXXstar at AOL.com or through rentboy.com or can I get my cell phone number? If you'd like, yeah. Uh, you can contact me on my cell phone as well at 631-678-2300. So let's move away from the escorting and let's chat about your career in the business. What I want to do right now is to talk with you about some of the amazing productions that you've been in. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to get maybe, I don't know, maybe like a story about on what happened on set or your experience on set, you know, working with the performer that you worked with in your scene. So the first production that I want to talk to you about is I believe your first work with like a major studio, which uh-huh. was Men's Room, Bakersfield Station yes, of course. with uh, Titan Media. I, yes. What was that experience like for you? Your first chance working with like one of the major gay porn powerhouses in the business? That was a fun experience and it was a pretty much intimidating experience because I was like 18, 19 years old and I was really twinky twinky and Titan never cast those type of models whatsoever. They like the big muscle hairy guys. So Joe Gage wanted, wanted a twink for this one scene and I remember I walked onto set and I remember Brian Mills looked at me like, what is this kid doing here? Cause you know, I was, I looked even younger. I was a chicken back then. And I remember getting fucked by all these guys and getting pissed on by all these big muscle hairy men. And it was just so hot and fun. And I loved working with them. And so from Titan Media, let's move into, mm-hmm. I believe, I'm trying to remember, was your first scene with Lucas Fire Island Cruising, or was it the audition? No, actually, surprisingly, I did Fire Island Cruising Part 4 first. Okay. Before auditions, yeah. So let's talk about Fire Island Cruising Part 4. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? That was one of my best experiences. I enjoyed that movie so much because it was an all-star cast, and... It was just so erotic to be on Fire Island outside with all these beautiful men everywhere looking around and just fucking for hours and hours. And that's where I did my self-fisting scene on the log above the above the um, ocean, which was very erotic and very sexy. Fill the listeners in on who your scene partner was. Uh, Chad Hunt was in that scene. Um, oh... I didn't forget who was in that other scene. There was around eight guys in that scene, and I can't remember all their names. Okay, yeah, it's been some time. Yeah. Um, what's the name was in it, though? Carlos Morales. He was in it, though. I remember him and a couple others. Yeah, another legend in the game. Yeah. Now let's talk about your audition scene for Michael Lucas mm-hmm. Auditions okay. number three. Yeah. What was that experience like? That was fun. Yeah, it's fun as far as cruising part four, but it was fun. And then you had another scene in The Bigger, The oh, Better. Oh, The Bigger, The Better. Yes, that was a lot of fun. That was with Chad Hunt as well. He, that's when he fucked me. And that was a lot of fun. And then I got fucked by um, Ben Andrews as well. Yeah, a lot of the, the big guys in the industry got a chance to uh, yes. sample Tommy DeLuca in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> My rule is, though, if I'm taking dick, I want to 
stick as big or bigger than mine. Well, you certainly found that with Chad Hunt and yeah. Ben Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that you mentioned Chad was the bigger one. So Chad was bigger than Ben. Yeah. Okay. Chad is the biggest one you had. Yeah. Another and recently I got fucked by Antonio Biaggi. He's oh, got a okay. huge dick, yeah. Amazing performer. I loved working with him. Shout out to Antonio Biaggi. You also starred in another Lucas production, Brothers Reunion. Mm-hmm. That was a that was an interesting time as well. I think Mr. Pan directed that one. Yeah. That was a good one. But my latest one with Lucas was a lot of fun. The bareback scene, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, you, you were part of the transition. I mean, you yeah. did a lot of condom work for them, and then all of a sudden, yeah. now it's all barebacks, or you bareback, doing the bareback yeah. work? Yeah. And you've done some great work for Hot House as well. Uh, yes, my favorite one was Sector 9, Part 2, with Mark Dillon. Amazing performer who I adore very much. He's one of the best. Fantastic. Sounds good, man. And you also have done some great work for Falcon. As you mentioned, you were paired with uh, Roman Hart. You mentioned him as one of your favorites for yes, Summer Heat. Yes, yes, that was a great scene. I enjoyed that one a lot. Fucking on the beach and having Roman Hart's ass in my face and plowing him for a couple hours. I couldn't ask for anything better. Your recent scene for Lucas Entertainment was uh, with uh, Brent Alex. Yes. So, uh, did you enjoy the intensity of that scene? I did, very much. Yeah, he had an amazing ass and great personality. In fact, after the scene, I ended up we ended up going out to dinner and hanging out together. So, he was really cool to work with and very sweet. So, as you mentioned earlier in the interview, that you pretty much started your scene work career bottoming. What led to your transition from doing a lot of scenes as a bottom and then doing a lot more top work as you are now? Well, um, when I started my career, I was mostly known as the big dick twink bottom. And I didn't want to be known for that. So I started working out and transitioning my look and image. And since I had the big dick, of course that counts. I wanted to be the big dick ripped muscle top. Okay. You actually, I think, answered my next question because I was going to ask, like, what led to this transition for you as far as your body? Um, as I said earlier, I like to move with the times and move with my career. You know, you can't be a twink at 30. It just doesn't work that way. So you got to work to perform as a performer, as an artist, to transition even yourself as an artist and change your body and look and image. So that's why I'm more muscular and ripped now because... You know, it's all about business and sales, and no one cast a 30-year-old twink. I mean... To shave or not to shave, that is the question. And yes, I'm talking about down there, but also just in general manscaping. Mm-hmm. I personally like a clean shave look on myself, but sexually on other guys, I like the scruffy look. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? I would say my biceps because they're very rock solid muscle and they're very hard and tight and a lot of people get off on that. 
Now the flip side to that question is, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least and why? Um, I would say my hands because I always bite my nails. In your personal life, what is your sexual role? Are you more of a top? Are you verse? More of a bottom? Like what goes on in your personal life off camera? I'm more of a top. In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Uh, yeah, I love leather, I love fisting, and I like um, piss play as well, and toys. And a lot of cum eating. The piggier the better. I want to go back in time with you once more. How and when did you lose your virginity? 17. Um, it was my friend in high school. He, um, we used to work out together during gym class. And then he was on the football team and I was on the swim team. And then afterwards we met up after school and then he started fucking me in the shower. And ever since then, that was my first experience. And since then I've loved gay sex ever since. And we flip fucked. Since you have been in the game for nine years now, something that I want to pick your brain on is relationships. Do you find it difficult to be in a relationship, you know, a romantic one, while working in the business that you're in? Well, during my career, I was in a five-year relationship, and it was fine, and then it ended, and I wanted it to end that way. And ever since then, I decided I want to be single for a while and focus on my work and my career and just making money and having fun and enjoying life. But I think it depends, it depends on the person because whatever career you're doing, whether you're being in an entertainment business or even just a 9 to 5 job, it depends what that person wants and needs. So to me personally, I don't want a relationship right now. The person that you were with in that five-year relationship, was that someone that was also in the industry or someone outside of the industry? No, someone outside the industry. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Tommy DeLuca that maybe most people don't know. Uh, most people don't know about me that I'm a very creative and very visionary artist. And... Um, that I just enjoy um, living life and yeah, I guess that's it. Describe yourself in 10 words or less. I would say I'm smart, educational, artistic, great performer, good looking, big dick. I want to allow your fans to get to know some of your favorites. So I have a list of five pop culture oriented questions. The first one is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Now this can be a list of your overall favorites or it can be a list of your current favorites. I just need five of your most favorite TV shows. Sure, my favorite TV shows would have to be Friends, The Golden Girls, Modern Family, um, I love Lucy and um, Married with Children. Good choices. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? 
all time would have to be Madonna, Michael Jackson, um, Whitney Houston, and Karen Carpenter. What are three of your most favorite films? Titanic, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, and um, Nightmare on Elm Street. What are two foods you can't live without? Egg whites and kale. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? That I love having sex in the gym. The bathroom, showers. Bathroom, showers. Steam room. Steam room, yeah. That's my thing. On a workout bench. Absolutely. (laughs) As we start wrapping things up, what's next for Tommy DeLuca? What's coming up that the listeners should be expecting, anticipating, excited for? Well, you you could visit uh, Gay Hot Movies to see all my current films, but my new films that I'll be releasing now would be for um, Treasure Island Media and Dark Alley Media. Very awesome. So a bunch of great scenes from them uh, will be released very soon. Yeah. So listeners, stay tuned for that. Yeah. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web? I know that you spit out some of your contact information before for the escorting, but uh, if you want to spit it out again or give them more information, listeners, start taking notes. Sure. You can go to gayhotmovies.com to check out all my current work where all my movies are linked there. You can check all my previous and current work on there. You can also follow me on Twitter at TomJaluka10 by 7 And you can also find me on rentboy.com slash TomJaluka10 by 7 Fantastic. You're going to have to update that. Yeah. To 11 by 8 11 by yes. <laughs> well, Tommy, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters tuning in? Everyone who is listening to this interview, I love you all. It is great having you along for this journey for me as an artist and performer, and I hope you keep watching and enjoying my future work as a performer and artist as I'm getting more gear, more piggier on set as a performer. And I hope you continue to follow me on Twitter. And I love you all, and you are all great people and it's great to have you as part of my legacy and journey through life fantastic well i certainly want to thank you so much for the interview tommy i think you gave us a lot of insight into your career and it was great sort of chatting with someone who's been in the business for as long as you have because i mean there's certainly been a lot of changes in the industry and uh, it was great to hear your perspective on it yeah it was my pleasure to give this information out and to help others too who are listening in and help them with their careers, and also grow as an artist and performer. Listeners also want to thank you for tuning in to One on One with Papi Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Papi Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And with that, Tommy DeLuca and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Let's go. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com 
or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.